Professor, I, I know it's against the rules to have sex in the dorms, but Professor, I, I think I got a girl pregnant. We can talk more tonight. Professor, I, excuse me, I, I know you're going to, to your room, but um, I'm failing class, and the guidance counselor said that um, I'm going to get kicked out of the high school if, um, if I don't improve my grades, and I'm just really scared. We can talk more tonight. Professor, I've, um, I know this is uh, kind of embarrassing, but um, I've got a lump uh, on my nut. We can talk more tonight. Deal with it. Professor, out. Deal with it. Deal with it. Professor, out. Deal with it. Deal with it. Professor, out, 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 I'm Jeremy Greer. And I'm Gary Butterfield. And this is Days of Future Pot. Ooh, Days of Future Cast. It is. Yeah. This is Days of Future Podcast. It's Days of Future Podcast. Uh, Days of Future Cast, where Gary and I talk about all things X-Men. We're currently visiting our first appearances of some of our uh, characters that we remembered existed 20 minutes before the podcast yeah, recorded. Not our favorite characters, necessarily. No. Uh, you know. <laughs> not at all. I, yeah, I, I mean, I like Mr. Sinister. Yeah. Like Wolverine. Mm-hmm. I like Cable. Yeah. You know, yeah. I like these guys. Banshee's there. Favorites, but they're fine. It's always, always a fun yeah. time with Banshee. Um, yeah. But we're doing Cable today, which is the Debutants number 87. Um, this is uh, Rob Liefeld's, um, I don't know, his peak, you think? Do you think this is his, like, his m- yeah. best popularity? I don't know. It's when he got his start, and then like X-Force was... Yeah, I guess X-Force. He's real hot. Yeah. During that. Um, this leads right into it, though. This is still written by Louis Simonson, uh, but moving into the, uh, the X-Force zone. Uh, Cable has a lot more dad energy than I expected to him to right off the bat. Um, this haircut on the cover just feels very much like, I don't know, like very dad to me. Very, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm 45 and mad about it kind of vibe. <laughs> <laughs> I love how, uh, this is Rob Liefeld art where, uh, it really illustrates how, like, if you glance at something, it can look kind of cool, mm-hmm. you know? And then the more you pay attention to it, the weirder it gets. So each of these panels ends up being kind of like uh, how you like Will describes eating a chicken wing as this thing where you're done when you feel like being done. Okay. You know, like you can just kind of keep picking at it like a puzzle if you want and get all the little bits of meat or you can just be done with it. Mm-hmm. I feel like the images in this comic are like that. Like I can just eat the, the chicken wing or I can like really dig in and find some real weird fucking spines. Okay. I gotcha. Like um, the weird spine on this would be for me. Um, why does he have a spiked wristband? Like what is, what is that adding to this whole? <laughs> he's he's an old dude with a gun and a glowy eye, a scar, like real big Dark Souls character energy here. But then he's got the the spiky mm-hmm. wristband, Gary. What is the spiky wristband? It would subtract a lot. You couldn't put your arms at your side. I mean, you'd yeah. have to be so careful. Imagine trying to jerk off with a fucking spiked wristband, dude. Not yeah. happen. Not happen. And, and he's jerking off to like David Lynch films we've never even heard of yet. They're from the future. <laughs> So, like, I don't think that um, dude listens to this podcast. I know his brother has, <laughs> but if he do, dude, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't name you, but like, you know who you are. You know why you did it. Uh, that's, yeah, you that's, know you're a weird fucker. That's like, the kind of motherfucker too. Jeremy's fault that he would like he would listen to that and go like, no, dude, I was right. I was it was it was hot At that moment. I was like, he would argue back. He would definitely like argue back about the the, the hotness of the weird sex scene in mm-hmm. David Lynch movies. Um, hopefully they would understand that in a vacuum it's very funny. yeah i'm sure i'm sure uh 
this is a real, real weird time for New Mutants uh, because they're just in space or they're in Asgard. They're like Asgard. hanging out with Thor stuff, yeah. uh, which is real bizarre to me. Um, but first, we got to we got to catch up on some on some bad guys. I don't. Did we cover this at some point? I don't think we did. Uh, I think I may have covered no. this on a different podcast. I think I've read this issue relatively recently because I remember like these dudes breaking into a, a thing. So <laughs> maybe it just happens so they, a lot. Uh, yeah, the the first issue of X Force has them fighting these guys as well. Are they also breaking um, into a like a like it starts with the bad guys breaking into a facility or something? Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Was the X Force one we did? Yes. Okay, that's that has to yeah, be what it is. I, the Mutant Liberation Front. Uh, I have affection for them because this was I was reading comics around X Force times, um, but they pretty much have just one trick. You know, like in this, it's break into a facility and get beaten by cable. Yeah, uh, is kind of their thing. Uh, these these are the kind of shitty characters that like you used to get action figures of in the nineties, but they're never going to do it now. Yeah. Like nobody cares about these guys. Um, just real, this, uh, this individual comic, the cover of this with cable with the new mutants in his crosshairs, mm-hmm. uh, is very famous. Uh, this is going back for a second, but do you remember when you would go to like a Walmart or a Kmart and they would have a, like one bagged comic for sale? <laughs> like you could buy comics at a, at a department store. No, I don't. I mean, I, I, our Walmart had a like a rack of comics for the monthly stuff, if that's what you mean. Because I've, I've bought comics no, 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 at, I, at, a, at a Walmart or one of those little spindle things. But I've never I, in when I was a kid in like a Walmart or a Kmart, they would sometimes have in the magazine section certain issues of comics like wrapped in plastic. Oh, and I remember weird. seeing this cover uh, there as a kid. Do you think they were just um, heat shrinking that? I wonder. I don't know. I, I don't remember it well enough. To know what what was going on, but it's it just like my main memory of this cover. It's real weird. Interesting. Yeah, I've never. I don't remember ever seeing that. Like I said, I just always remember doing either going to a comic book store, which was pretty rare for me, um, or like the local pharmacy and or Walmart or whatever that had the little rotating spindle, just of just whatever monthly issues mm-hmm. and whatever they had not sold that you would have to leave through. Like and going through like yeah. every single section to make sure I had picked up every single X Men book. Uh, they've broken into this facility uh, here, and we get introduced to the Mutant Liberation Front. Yep. Uh, we got Wildside, who is kind of like a shitty little Wolverine, but can also distort reality. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this case, he makes his whole team invisible. Uh, Reaper, who is like a juggalo with a scythe. Uh, Strobe, who shoots fire beams. Forearm, who has four arms. That's what he does, Truly everybody. One of the worst X-Men villains. <laughs> Incredible. Uh <laughs> He's they, he's partnered with three spines. toes. Guess what he does? Yeah, <laughs> three toes. They call me Two Fing. <laughs> um, <laughs> can uh, look at how uh, tempo is drawn here, with, like with this enormous. She's not very thick, but the proportions are real weird. Yeah, uh, here. Um, and don't forget Thumbelina. Yeah, and, and the incredible shrinking Thumbelina. We don't know where they're at or why they're doing anything. No. At this point. Um they beat up a bunch of guards, you know, uh, and we establish at this point that uh tempo when she changes her time stuff, uh she slows down relational relational time so the guards don't move and the bullets move real slow for the whole group, but it takes a lot out of them. Yeah. It's like a haste spell in D D. Yeah. Uh makes them very tired. Um Thumbelita has to uh, fix the bomb real quick. So she shrinks down to fix mm-hmm. the bomb. That seems like a regular occurrence in Thumbelita's life. of just, hey, 
small chick, can you fix small thing? And she's like, why do I always get? Damn it. <laughs> yeah. uh, I just want to go be a CPA, I, like like that, like that Iceman guy. <laughs> she, there's never been a superhero that looks more like she works at the DMV than Thumbelina. Yeah, I'm telling you, dude. Um, the, uh, so they're setting a bomb uh, here, and then Zero, who is their teleporter, comes and teleports him out. Yeah. Uh, at this point. Blink uh, if you miss it, Zero. As Cable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Barely, you barely see Zero. Um, but But here comes Cable. Um, yeah. he's got a metal arm. He's got big shoulder pads. He's got a bunch of guns. Uh, he's got a glowing eye. Um, and he's he's running up on the bomb, and then it explodes. And then we cut over to space, <laughs> um, space and Asgard. Yeah, uh, I uh, I don't know who yep. any of these people are, and I don't care that much. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, all the weird like it's Balder and shit. It's the the bad guy. From- god of war uh it's it's all it's it's the warriors three and all this asgardian stuff that i do not have very much uh background with background with um, affection for i care about no it's <laughs> you name yeah, it dude not no, just me. don't care yeah um we, we're obviously celebrating it doesn't feel very x-men to me yeah yeah me either uh, um they're yeah. celebrating some victory or another i vaguely remembered all of the x-men having to go into to asgard to go fix something and like some of the X-Men wind up in Paris or something, and then some of them are in Australia, but none of this shit matters because basically somebody gets a letter and the letter comes from a fairy. Um, and the, the letter also has a potion that produces two men. <laughs> it, 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 it's pretty, it definitely looks like a man potion. It, they were turned to stone. It fixes them. It looks to me like uh, they opened the potion and the potion produced two men. So that's what I'm going to roll with. 100%. It's, it's a, it's the, the two Asgardian soldiers ash. Yeah. They just uh, summon. Exactly. You were not allowed yeah. to change my head cannon on this. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Asgardian ash would be a pretty good one. Uh, that's a great one. You can now summon yeah. Thor in certain zones. <laughs> yeah. If, if it's next to a, a, a weird stake. Uh, they also delivered a map so the new mutants can get home. Yes. Uh, here. And they're really excited. The drama here is that uh, Danny Moonstar is not going to go home since she's a Valkyrie now. Yes. Uh, she has to stay in Asgard. Super good. Uh, uh, she's very upset. Everybody's very upset. Uh, meanwhile, we have two new mutants um, who are in the hospital. Um, yeah. Rusty and Skids. Rusty and Skids. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Super fun no time bad. talking about skids. I think this is the third or fourth yeah, time skids has come up on rusty. the podcast. It's so gross. Both of them sound like underwear stains. Like it's real disgusting. And if you put them together, man, uh, rusty skids. Hi, yeah. good. Oh, <laughs> that's what I'm saying, man. Why? I'm telling you, it's not good shit. It's not good shit. Um, uh, skids is upset. The last issue, they fought the vulture. Uh, uh, they saved the downtown from the vulture, and uh, Rusty got knocked out and hurt real bad. Looks like. Um, and then Freedom Force came and put them down after they fought the Vulture. Uh, Freedom Force was what they had instead of X Factor. Mm-hmm. It was like the government team. Um, and they're actually secretly kind of shitheads. They're led by Mystique. Um, and then eventually they all join X Factor. Yeah. So. Um, um, they, we're watching the news, getting a bunch of, you know, wh- who are these people? Why do they want you kind of stuff? Mystique comes in. You know something. We don't know anything. We're just dumbasses kind of kind of situation. Um, well, the, the news talks about the Mutant Liberation Front are going to free Rusty and Skids. 
Yep. They're going to keep blowing. That's what they're doing is blowing up stuff until Rusty and Skid are free. They're terrorists. Uh, and she's like, they want you free. Who are they? And she's like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> Dude, I'm in a hospital. You know? I'm in a hospital run by Mystique. Do you think I know anything that's good about my life right now? <laughs> this, this doesn't exist. I cannot help you. <clears throat> uh, back to Asgard, where Warlock is turned into a gigantic ship. Dope. Uh, for everyone to float in. Yeah, it's great. Warlock is rad. Warlock is like the best. I don't, I don't, he's yeah. the only time, um, like when Hulk starts talking about like Hulk do this, Hulk do that, don't care. But when he does the self stuff, I love the self stuff for whatever reason. It always, yeah. it always works for me. Um, we got, at some point we got to do the, uh, the extinction agenda where he dies because it's real, it's a real tearjerker. Yeah. When it's like self friend and mm-hmm. he's, yeah, it's good. Um, uh, it's a good comic. It's good stuff. Uh, everybody's kind of upset that Danny is staying to be a Valkyrie. Uh, Danny seems upset about it too, but you know, she's secretly like super pumped to be just a Valkyrie in fucking Asgard as opposed to a mutant on earth. <laughs> I'm going to go make out with Tessa Thompson. Yeah. D- uh, immediately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, um, they all load up and they are crossing the rainbow bridge. Yep. Uh, and they're worried about running into the mindless ones. Uh, we cut over to strife. Uh, strife one of the also one bad costume design you know or dealing with old costume design strife's just like spikes at all random directions mm-hmm. nonsense uh this is the guy who leads the mutant liberation front yes uh, and he's talking about how he wants to get uh rusty and skids because they represent mutant oppression uh and uh chokes out wild side for getting wounded during the last mission Nice guy. Um, real similar energy to the Mr. Sinister introduction mm-hmm. we had. I, uh, you know, he practices all of these cape poses, right? Cause I don't think it's oh, easy yeah. to like pose with the cape. I think you have to, you have to really work on that. Like you have to stress out about it a little bit. There are a lot of mirrors, like full length mirrors in strife zone. Mm-hmm. Um, he, uh, he sends everybody else to go kidnap or get a uh, rusty and skids out. Yes. Uh, so they're going to another facility. Uh, they could have just done this in the first place instead of like blowing up a building and saying we need them released. Yeah. Why did, what, um, what was the bomb for? I mean, it's just because just so strife can do cable stuff. Like we, we know that like it doesn't make any, but it just yeah. on paper, it just makes no fucking sense whatsoever. Like you would think no. wild side would be like, I mean, can't we just go get them? Like we have like a, a, a I mean, forearms has four arms. Like he can do stuff with that. Yeah, like we could just go get him. Like you can hold two people. Like that seems like a pretty easy, yeah. easy fit. <laughs> He could fire two bows at once, like those Elden Ring guys. Oh, dude, I love those dudes uh, so much. I, they're the best. Uh, this is this is uh, the Mutant Liberation Front's like shitty move. Yeah, uh, and they seem like one of the you know dumber groups of villains that exist. Agreed. Yeah, you know, they're not going to question things. Um, they come in. Their whole move is always to have tempo slow everyone down. Uh, I have a bone to pick with tempo, uh, saying sugar mm-hmm. everywhere because that's. You can't that's have another X-Men character say sugar. Yeah. Come on, Louise. You know, what are you doing? Get, yeah, you get multiple X-Men from the South, but you have to give them a different vocal tick. Yeah. Not everybody down here says sugar. In fact, very, yeah. very, yeah, very honey. few people do. <laughs> yeah. I had somebody uh, call honey. me baby three times in a conversation the other day that didn't know me. Sure, baby. Yeah, whatever Ooh. you need, baby. And I'm like, ah, I mean, can you just call me that's Jeremy? Like, it's, I know it's one more syllable, but I mean, like, come on. That's fascinating. So uh, Cable is staking it out, too. He's watching them and basically saying, like, I know that uh, I have to take them by surprise and I'm going to have to take out Tempo first. And then, um, but no matter what, I'm here to protect and save these two mutant kids. So he's he's there on the side 
meanwhile, our main New Mutants team is in uh, multi-dimensional space, getting attacked by um, mindless ones, which are just guys. <laughs> just, just they're just normal yeah. dudes. They're just big, strong guys. Big dudes with like visors yeah. in the front of their strong suits. This is just like a little micro fight, mm-hmm. you know, just because there hadn't been enough action. Uh, and the New Mutants don't get to do a lot in this comic. No. So good for them to get a fight. I do like that this uh, one new mutant who has a mohawk, uh, like you can see uh, his Richter. hair, his uh, hair growing out because apparently, I mean, they've been away from like, you know, the, the, a hairstylist yeah, for a while. Yeah. Yeah. That's why Thor doesn't have uh, a haircut because they don't have haircuts in Asgard. I don't know if you knew that, but. Why would you ever have a haircut in Asgard? I don't know. You know, just let that shit just go. Maybe because you just don't want you it. Know? You just don't want hair on your shoulders. Like a, a long hair seems like it'd be just extremely annoying to me. As, as somebody who has never had long hair in his life, like all my shit just turns into an afro. Like, well, yeah, I, but not if you're Asgardian. That's because you don't have the Asgardian stock. Oh, so if I was as so if I was <laughs> if I was better bred, my hair would be better. Gary, is that what you're telling me? Yeah, this, this is the. Uh, <laughs> this is the uh, I was trying to make a joke about shitty Asgardian nationalism uh-huh. uh, there, but then I ended up towing the line a little bit too much. <laughs> Uh, so I'd like to walk that back. I love it. Uh, I love it. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I just feel like if I were in like a paradise or a heaven mm-hmm. of some kind, I wouldn't want to deal with getting my haircut. You know, you don't like the process of, anymore. You don't like the process of getting your haircut, like having somebody. I mean, I get like the a head massage and all that kind of stuff. Like the chick has the worst stories I've ever I've ever heard. Like just very boring stories, but it, the head massage is nice. So. I think I just would get the head massage without the haircut, you know. I, just, I, mean, I can't. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't think she'd be comfortable with that if I asked. <laughs> well, she, she <laughs> in this scenario would be another Asgardian who did it. it I'm, 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 I'm a hundred percent sure Tessa Thompson would not be comfortable if I was like, "Hey, can you massage my head?" <laughs> you know, you never know, right? I, I mean, gotta, maybe you'd be surprised. <laughs> you miss every shot you don't take, says Wayne Gretzky yeah. about Tessa Thompson. Yeah. Shoot your shot. Yeah. Uh, or Chris Hemsworth to do it. Okay. You know? Yeah. Strong I'm hand. into that. Yeah. Strong hands. Seems very gentle. I just don't want to. I think that my idea of like a paradise or a heaven, uh, I no longer have to maintain myself. <laughs> you know, I, I don't mind doing that stuff in real life, but if I'm in like a literal paradise, uh-huh. I just want it all to be taken care of for me. Yeah, like I, I, I just want a magical genie to, to make me super hot and, and, and young and never get sick and never age and never have to eat. Yeah. Unless, unless I want to, in which like case I, it doesn't, but it doesn't matter if I do. So, yes, like I wake up cleaned, like I wake up showered. How long? You know, I wake up. If you, had, you know. if you didn't have to eat from this point forward, yep. like if you just didn't have to, how long do you think it would be yep. between you waking up and realizing you were you're never hungry anymore and you actually wanting to go eat for reasons that's not hunger? Like, do you think that you would be like, I want to go have that special food that I like eventually? Or do you think you would just like, I, I'm done with all of that. I don't have to do it. So why, why would I bother? It would be as soon as I had reason to eat socially. Okay. Like, I think I would stop eating at home. Mm-hmm. But then like when I hung out with my girlfriend or whatever, like we'd still get a, go get a meal for the experience. Gotcha. Would you stock but, food at your house though? Because that'd be weird. If your girlfriend came over and there was no food in your house, that she'd be like, who the fuck is this guy? Serial killer shit. Yeah, dude. Like, like you have, you have nothing in your apartment. fridge but condiments. What is this? What is going on here? Yeah. <laughs> what is this male living space's shit? <laughs> I, uh, I think I would stock food for her. 
I said no, on Tinder, I, I like liminal spaces, not men living spaces. He <laughs> <laughs> sold me a bag, a bag of goods, Gary Butterfield. <laughs> I, I very, the only people who ever come over to my house are, are Liv and then uh, Brayton and Riff come over to play Magic mm-hmm. sometimes. So we just have their, their snacks around and cat food. Actually, she would open the cabinet and instead of being human food, there'd just be tons of cat food stocked up. Oh, man. Which definitely, is also weird. Definitely bringing that home to the friends and be like, you're not going to believe. I went over there and I just, I thought I would just grab some crackers. Yeah. I wasn't going through his medicine cabinet, but all he has is cat food. It's fucking weird. Put that on the I am the asshole or whatever on our slash relationships. Yeah, absolutely. Like, am I the asshole for thinking that this dude cat food? only eats cat food? Yeah, TLDR. He only eats, uh, you know, fancy feast shreds. Mm. Mm. Uh, I uh, I go back and forth between cat foods I feed my cat. Okay. And right now I get the one that I can order online and it smells foul. It's cat food mm-hmm. and it's like little wet shreds. But for a little while I was feeding them one I got uh, in town, which was Fancy Feast, the Florentine collection. I love it. Tell me more. And it smelled kind of good. Yeah. Like they made it smell like food. Did your cats like uh, it? Did I what? Did the cats like it? Yeah. Yeah, I just switched it because for convenience, mm. like one that I can I can get through the mail. But it's a, I've never been tempted to eat cat food before, but this is as close as I've ever been. I mean, does it, did it actually smell good or just good for cat food? It's it smelled like food food. Okay, it looked like a creamy soup, uh, and it smelled like a creamy soup. Like I just opened up a can of like cream of chicken noodle soup. You need to you need to boot up Elden Ring and touch Grace, Gary. You're getting, you're getting in the weeds. You gotta go touch Grace. Touch <laughs> Grace. The cat food is starting um, to look good to me. You need to leave the establishment. Go go find a burger, Gary. Instead, Remember what food tastes instead like. Instead of me changing, I switch the cat food. That's, I, mean, I can't that's have the, this temptation. The house. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to tell this on abject suffering and have it be a, a part of the public record the lexicon. Yeah. Oh, oh man! Oh yeah! I mean, it, the pod people will know the second I eat cat food, and I hope that day never comes. <laughs> but like, the sad thing is, you will or Cole will be the first people to know. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I would, wouldn't be know. surprised if there was a group text uh, to, just to be like, "Okay, guys, I'm just yeah. to save some time here." Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I got I got a killer anecdote, and I want you all to bid for which show it ends up being. Uh, <laughs> Who, who's got the slowest episode coming out? Yeah. What are we covering in the, in the next couple of weeks? Cause I need to figure out where to, where to position this for maximum effect for maximum impact. Yeah. Oh Lord. Oh, Please don't eat cat food. Uh, I, I won't. You know, I um, started this podcast. If you had asked me, what are the chances yeah. of Gary Butterfield eating cat food? I would have said 0%. And now I'm like a strong 72%. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. It's about the first appearance of cable. Of course it's, of course, I've gone to seventy two percent. They get into this little fight. We switch back over to the mutant liberation front with Cable, like waiting to take his shot. Yeah, uh, as they they knock out a bunch of guards, Cable pops out, uh, knocks out Tempo, mm-hmm. and uh, Reaper gets the best of him, slashes him with his uh, scythe, which makes him numb. You know, makes his body numb. Uh, it's so silly to give the scythe like a. It's very similar to that harpoon guy who made harpoons worse. Mm-hmm. Uh, Reaper makes scythes, which usually cut you open, just make you numb. Yeah. Instead. Great. 
Um, <laughs> I'm going to make you feel like you have been sitting for a little while. <laughs> yeah, sit on your hands, Cable. Uh, how did he get the uh, name Reaper? Well, like, was pins and needles already taken? Like, what did we... What did you, <laughs> <laughs> it's also real dumb because there's a guy called the Grim Reaper who's an Avengers villain who also carries a scythe mm-hmm. who looks like a juggalo. Like, he's really intruding on that namespace. Uh, I like this bit here, though. Uh, then uh, Strobe runs up, and she gra- he grabs her neck, and she melts his metal hand. Yeah, that's cool as shit, like, down. dude. It's super cool. Like, uh, And they, they're like, you know, we can't take him with us. Take his guns and use him as target practice. And they leave. That just gets dropped. They don't do that. Yeah. Uh, Seems like a really good out. idea, though. <laughs> like... <laughs> It is really easy to to learn that because we go back to the New Mutants arriving uh, at New York, and we get to see uh, Rob Liefeld's conception of the Statue of Liberty. It was like fucking Smo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this weird fucking thick neck Captain or uh, Statue of Liberty. It does does have a, a lot of fabric around the old neck area. I will give you that. Yeah, it's um, it's a lot, dude. It's it's a whole lot. Um, that's that's. Mm. Uh. Mm-hmm. They are, they're the only, they, fi- they figure out that like X Factor isn't around and X-Men isn't around. So they're the only team to, to, to deal with mutant problems on earth right now. Uh, and then we, they, yeah. we switch back to mutant liberation front, um, who are about to teleport out, uh, with all of these, with these two kids. Um, but the, the guard, like freedom force. Yeah. The, the freedom guards force. work for freedom force. Yeah. Come in and shoot one of the kids shoots, um, rusty in the back. Rusty's just not having a good time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, their whole thing is if, uh, so because Mystique thinks that there's something that the kids know and that's why Mutant Liberation Front wants them. So she ordered them killed rather than captured. And, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're saying, oh, we don't want to go with you, Mutant Liberation Front. And Strobe is like, we're the terrorists. They're the ones who just shot your boyfriend. You know, come with us or they're going to kill you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is how uh, Rusty and Skids eventually become brainwashed. Yes. Uh, and join the mutant liberation front. Uh, we go back over to the um, new mutants where they see X Factor's trip uh, ship about to crash, and then we go right back into Cable, surrounded by like a team of dudes who's like, "I can get a new arm, uh, and and this is going to get me to strife." And you're like, "This is a lot of information about Cable all at once." This well, is, and this who are these guys? Who are these guys? He wakes up lounging in a bed, <laughs> surrounded by dudes, <laughs> and none of them have eaten cat food. You can tell. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know what it, it's this, you know, cable appeared in silhouette before this. It's mm-hmm. one of those things. So this is his first real appearance. Uh, if I was just reading the comics and all of a sudden we were spending a lot of time with this dude, I'd be like, what the fuck is this guy? about? What is happening? Who is he? Um, yeah. But I mean, the design is cool enough. Like you got a glowy eye and then you got like a scarred eye on one side. Like that's fucking dope. That's really cool. Yeah. yeah. C- cable did the job for what, you know, what he was supposed to do, which yeah. is look cool. You know, to 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 me in the nineties, uh, and he did great at that. Yeah, so good yeah. shit. Uh, pretty good introduction to Cable. He's like a military mind guy. You know, we get a good demonstration of why he's capable, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, good. You know, and and fairly fun comic. Like I like the New Mutants, Louise Simons and stuff. Yeah, uh, Warlock. Yeah. The Warlock stuff does a lot for it to to sell this. Just like. Oh, this is a, just a goofy weirdo comic, and I'll like it. Like it's that kind of situation for me. So it's good stuff. Yeah, definitely not yeah, the worst good stuff. The, that X Men issue was definitely the worst out of all four of those. Yeah, it's funny. Like it, it's funnier, but it's a way worse comic. Yeah, 
you know, I think, I think the sweet spot was probably Hulk where it's like real funny, but also not that horrible. Like just real goofy. Yeah. Uh, there. And it also uh, was pretty breezy. Like it, there wasn't a lot of yeah. extremely obnoxious narration. Um, so yeah. No. That's uh, it. Fun, fun little trip and, and an excuse to read comics. I wouldn't ordinarily read. Yeah. That, that's the, that's the real fun part about doing these. It's just like, Oh, I have never read any of this stuff before. Like, let's go back and, and try it. I mean, I probably read that new mutants comic back in the day, but I have no memories of it whatsoever. So, yeah. Um, and I know I haven't read, uh, that Mr. That Mr. Sinister's comic. Like I read Inferno and I read fall of the mutants. I read the crossovers that happened around that, mm-hmm. but not the, uh, individual connective kit tissue, uh, issues. Don't blame so. you. Yeah. Fun stuff. We'll, uh, we'll figure out what we're doing uh, next time. Yeah. Uh, probably like the day before, like we did this time. Stay tuned to the Twitter for that. Um, you can find yeah. links to uh, that, our Patreon, and just about everything else. Any, anywhere else you can find us on uh, in the show notes or on our website, daysoffuturecast.com. Uh, if you're listening to the show and you want to support us, patreon.com slash duckvtv is the most direct way to do so. You can give us some, some money every month, and in return you get additional podcasts, access to the Slack channel, tons of exclusive stuff, uh, and your mom will think you're you've done something with your life for once that's nice yeah. your mom will feed you human food <laughs> yeah, she'll, take, she'll take back the cat food and get you a little bag of human food uh yeah. ratings and reviews <laughs> just a little bag of food at walmart yeah. uh ratings and reviews on various podcasting services also really appreciated tell your friends uh we'll be back in a few days with more x-men related podcasts